Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome viewers to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. I am so thrilled about this episode and we're gonna learn a lot. I know I can't wait. I have Suzanne Castle here with Suzanne Castle Consultants. Um, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I am so fired up to be here with you, this gorgeous chair I love my in this chair. space to really connect the greater community. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome, you're welcome. Well. We were talking uh, before we aired, and your company's name actually—you told me—Sparkle. Um, yes. uh, let's get. Let's, let's talk about let's figure that. It out, right? Okay. Yes. So my last name's Castle, uh -huh. and I got this sparkly whatnot kind of given to me when I was very little because yes. my parents we were very, very, very poor, and they couldn't afford um, a crown for me on my birthday. My birthday's December twenty-third. Oh. So they would always cut one out with the cheap confetti glitter. You know the really. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. falls off. Yes. And so ever since then, everyone talks about the sparkle that I leave behind because literally I was leaving confetti in my wake. Right. And when I began to work with companies, helping them unleash their joy through different kinds of communication strategies, someone said to me, you're like a human confetti cannon and you bring <laughs> the sparkle everywhere you go. And I thought, that's it. I love it. So I just landed on that and I love sparkle too. And oh. uh, so yes, the sparkle factor, that's the company. I love, love that. And it's just, it leaves a mark. It really does. It's a like, it's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's it, it, it's not your normal kind of corporate no. look at all. But I think when people come towards me and the work, they're in trouble. They're in chaos. Right. They need some kind of innovative, creative solution, and yes. what they've tried hasn't worked. And so they're willing to try almost anything. So we start with playing. That's how we start. We play and I laugh together first and foremost. Oh, I love that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your company and how you started it. You know. Well, I wish I could say I had a master business plan. So <laughs> if you're if you're doing a business, please have a business plan. I did not do it that way. I really fell into this work. I was a professional actress and dancer for a long time oh, and had some tragedies in my life. And yeah. so kind of went off the stage and people began to ask me, hey, would you come to this board meeting and speak? Would you come to this women's group? Would you come lead a retreat right. to really talk about creative solutions and what happens when everything begins to fall apart? And right. for them, it was, hey, stage star, Suzanne Castle's coming in the room and, yes. you know, marketing and it sounded right. Than probably. Yes. So I really fell into this business. And so before long, speaking became my full-time profession. And I decided this is really what I want to do is really help people kind of fire up inside of them and get in alignment with their personal and organizational values. Okay. So they can transform the people that they're trying to serve. Oh, it's great. And I'm sure now with everything that's happened in our world, we've just, you know, hopefully I'm going to be positive that we're, <laughs> um, we're overcoming this pandemic like two, what, two and years plus. Feels like uh, It does, it does. <laughs> but I'm sure companies are reaching out because the workplace has changed. Yes, it has. 
It has. I know some of the things we were talking about in the beginning. Yeah. And is how how do you continue to foster connections? Right. They've been they they've they've happened so differently. Yes. And now what do we do? We're used to the little screens and the yes. person that's like this big. And suddenly I was saying we yeah. see them in the grocery store and we don't know who they are yeah. anymore because all we've seen is this. And we have to think about wearing real clothes again and right. and and not our slippers all the time and and all the different things that come with that. And and I think the energy has shifted, meaning that. When, when you're virtual and in your space, your dogs are running around, Right. Uh, your focus and shift just feels different. And when yeah. you get like this, one-on-one, yes. -on -one, the energy that flies can transform you. And so you, you naturally pick up on that. Right. And I think we're having to learn that again. We're having right. to learn how to listen differently. Yep. Because we can't just turn our camera off and do whatever we want. No. Right? We have to learn what words are we really trying to say and how much do I communicate in person versus a text versus an email when things have been virtual and we've had so many options. Right. Now we really have to, I think, be a little more concerned with our communication agenda. Yes. Not just our meeting agenda. Right. No. And I agree. I think there has been, you know, from adults to children, um, all this virtual concept and, you know, just people texting you versus, right. you know, even picking up the phone because some, sometimes it's, you know, what I always say, if the text is longer than a few words, it's time to pick up the phone. <laughs> right. Oh, I say it all the time. And, and we've gotten, we've gotten away from the phone yes. anyway. And oh, I think yes. if, uh, when people come again towards me, there's usually communication problems nine times right. out of 10. And I would say, you know, who are you talking to? Yeah. What do you mean talking? I do everything on email. Okay, well, no one understands your tone. Right. They can't see your eyes. And we say a lot of things on a text or um, on social media yep. or in an email that we wouldn't say when we were looking, looking yep. at something yep. like this and sharing space. And so we have to relearn those things. And they're not taught. Yeah. And we haven't picked them up the last two some years because right. we've been in our own little silos. And so we're all having to learn together. We what are. does this look like now? How do I land now? What is appropriate for a text versus an email right. versus a phone conversation versus I'm going to pop by your desk conversation? Those are definitely. all different. Oh, definitely. And in the work you know, world, you have so many companies, you know, obviously beginning, everyone was virtual. Some are starting and have, you know, gradually started coming into the workplace. So it's now people are now having to reconnect and learn how to right. reconnect with each other in person. Whereas before everything was, you know, again, virtual or, you know, text message or, you know, um, whatever, um, however the mechanism they worked with each other. So they didn't have to make that face-to-face -face contact with the right. right people. And I think for a lot of companies, it feels a little strange to say, okay, let's have a communication boundaries conversation. Right. Because you just kind of feel like, oh, I'm back in third grade again. And you're telling me, but, but because we have been on yes. for so long, reminding people, whatever your company's culture is that, you know, you can't text after a certain time or yeah. this is when you can expect a response. Is it 24 hours? Is right. it an hour? You know, you really need to be thinking through what does that mean and communicate it to your people so that they understand and they know. I think a lot of our conflict arises when we have these kind of unmet assumptions and expectations, yes. we haven't named them anywhere. Right. And we just get mad or frustrated because someone didn't know our whatever was going on inside of us that we yeah. failed to communicate. So we start right. there and, and how do you want to feel? I'm, I'm really big in the feeling space, meaning that everything doesn't have to feel awful okay. and hard yeah. and confusing and hurried. Like right. how, let's maybe if it's been a while since you've been in the office together, maybe we start by playing together or we have cocktails yes, or yes. juice boxes or whatever right, it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. 
but but let's reconnect together first as we are as humans yes. and then do the business together. No, I think that's a great point because that reconnecting, um, because they have not seen each other right. in person, it is a different concept seeing the person in person versus, you know, in, you know, in a virtual setting Correct. or, you know, it's easy to, you know, type an email to someone and not, you know, really express the way you're feeling or your concept isn't coming across that way, yes. but your uh, personal um, verbal skills are really making, so whatever you're point is, is coming across in your emotion to them. So they really know, okay, she really means this or, oh, maybe she doesn't, you know? Right. And I think it's, it is a challenge that I see often is when you're trying to collaborate together <laughs> and, and that may be, you, you may be an accountant and somebody right. else over here is in real estate and somebody else is just the, the manager of the building. You're all in that space together, making the, the real estate company work together, let's yes. say. But if you don't understand that you have to communicate to collaborate, yeah, you know, and collaboration is more than one. And so much of our business now is so collaborative in nature because we're in this global sphere Yes, that really understanding what the bounds look like and what they don't look like and what right. the expectations are. And so we really work with a lot of teams in understanding okay. how can you amplify your team without making them feel hurried or in misalignment, or maybe they don't have the skills or knowledge, but we say, okay, but they are bringing something to the table. Let's get that out so we understand what we're working with. And companies need to take the time to just take a breath right, and do that work before they just assume everything's back to normal. Because it's not normal. No. So we have not. to do a step in between to get back to what you want. I gotcha. No. And that's, again, I love the concepts. I love um, hearing to bring everyone back to um, kind of, you know, you're kind of starting, I hate to say starting from the beginning, but you have to. But you are. Yeah, uh, because you know, we've been so disconnected. And so you're reconnecting everyone again in that concept. I like that. Um, let's talk about maybe one of your favorite, you know, clients that, you know, you saw just the success of, you know, and I know in my own business, you know, you always have those few that just, you know, it, you know, everything we do, our jobs and everything, but there's one that just, you know, maybe you saw the success or, you know, it, it was such a down um, play at the beginning. And it was able to, you know, flourish to this, you know, bright, big sparkle. Right. <laughs> well, one that really comes to mind, and thank you for the question. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's really important is I'm working with a company called the Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. They're actually in Pensacola, Florida. Okay. And Love. it's a nonprofit okay. and it's all empowering women and connecting women. So yeah. it's not just networking. They really are resourcing and asking that you use a woman first and really amplifying the women voices that are in there okay. and giving leadership strategies. So they do free coaching and training and oh, their CEO wonderful. came to me okay. and had heard me speak in an event. And she said, I think I don't even know what I need, but I think I need you. Yeah. And so when we dove deep, what we found is her personal life and her business life were reflecting each other. So because like her board wasn't showing up to do fundraising strategies, they right. didn't really understand what their roles were anymore. She was doing everything and would micromanage her team. So they were like, well, Colleen will do it. So I just won't do it. Right. Right. And what we what we figured out is she had had so, so much of a loss of control with COVID and how events were happening yes. for them that then she got like this, you know, and she was doing all the puppet masters. Right. Right. And what we do is say, okay, let's stop and let's actually start with internally what you're saying to yourself. 
Okay. And so we started with mind shifts with just her first. And I can tell you, I was just on the phone with her yesterday. So six, six weeks into working with each other, she said, all my board is showing up. We've raised more money than we have in the last year. We've got everybody that we need for our event sponsors. Yeah. And I, I asked her what has changed. And she said, what has changed is the way that I'm asking people to do things and, huh. and the expectation that I have. And so she realized that she didn't really have a project workflow. When she asked someone to do something, she didn't really explain what they needed to do and right. have a follow-up process. And what she was doing was being the employee in her company instead of the CEO of her company. Okay. So we worked on what that looks like, the CEO yes. versus the employee. And now they're flourishing. They just hired me to be their corporate co culture coach for the entire organization awesome. for a year. And, and I really think empowering women is so much of their mission and so much of my mission too, that it just kind of was kismet to work oh, together. Definitely. And I can relate to her um, because I think in COVID, I mean, I know in my own, you know, work and nonprofit world, because um, I do a lot of nonprofit stuff, I would do the same. I was like, you know, maybe I have you know, people underneath me in my committee and I was the head of it, I would just do it because, you know, you couldn't get together and right. it was like harder to do it on a virtual. So I was just doing it all myself. And so now it's like you're retraining everyone because now it's like, okay, I do need you know, the help and we can do it all together. Now I don't have to do it myself by myself. But it was, and I think a lot of people did do that because they were like, well, it's just easier. I'm, you know, by myself, I had a lot more free time right now. It's the whole thing is that we weren't going anywhere. We weren't doing anything. So, hey, this was something to do. Exactly, exactly. But I don't think that anybody is getting an, an award for being frazzled no. and stressed out no. and overwhelmed. Oh, gosh, no. And I don't even think that we realize sometimes what we're projecting in right. that space. Okay. And so if if we say that we want a calm, centered life, yes. let's say, and then, then I would say, well, let me look at your schedule. Right. That would be one of the things. Yeah. Okay, is your schedule calm and centered? Right. Does it reflect what you're trying to do in the world? Because if it doesn't, we start there. Well, how can we do those things? Oh, yeah. What What are you deciding for yourself that allows you to show up for your business? Because your business will always reflect what's going on personally and vice versa. Oh, well, and I think you can bring that um, same concept to your home life. Correct. Um, you know, I was had a conversation with my son um, this morning, my youngest, and I was like, he had said, Mom, can I go out tonight? And I said, sure, what's your plans? He goes, I'm not definite. <laughs> I go, okay, right. this is mine, um, youngest. And I, he's like, but I should know today at school the plans. I go, okay. So then my husband um, messages and he's like, do you know um, our son's plans? And I said, no, he said he's going to figure it out at school. I'm not messaging the other moms. He needs to plan right. this himself. This, you know, he is at an age that he needs to take responsibility, then come back and say, this is where I need to be. This is who's coming with me. Um, I'm not, you know, going to go, you know, helicopter around and you know, right. check who's all going to be there. I'm going to trust him to make his plans and then report back. <laughs> right. And so. But, but what you're doing is you're empowering him to right. be a leader of Correct. his own life. Yes. And too much, too much of the time, even in our business world, if we are micromanaging as a parent, the helicopterness, yes. we bring that into the business world. Yes. And if we're having to do that all the time in the business world, guess what? You're bringing it home. Right. And so it's, it's really kind of releasing in a holistic way, how you want to be, yes. and then reflecting your entire life around that. And that's really the work that I do. It's a lot of holistic coaching for leader from home to business. See, and again, awful round. We can <laughs> use it in an 
all aspects of our world. I mean, so many of us, again, you know, have so many hats that we're wearing. Yes. And it is very easy to take our, how we do something at home, bring it to the office, bring it to our nonprofit, whatever we do. Yes. Um, and sometimes, you know, and vice versa, sometimes you're, you know, sometimes I think in one area, maybe you are more um, helicopterish, I right. guess, um, than the other area. Maybe in this area, you're a little bit more relaxed. I don't know. Well, and I, I do think we move. And so yeah. I think it's important to know, is this a short-term thing? A am I having yeah. to be extra hands-on because it's a short-term project? Right. If it's, if it's long-term, if this is ongoing, then yeah. I think that's when it becomes you know, an issue sure. for people. Yeah. And we want to definitely kind of tamper that down and recenter to who we're trying to be in the world. You know, my favorite question to ask clients and leaders and when I'm on a stage in a yes. room is if whatever, so think of a problem, whatever problem, so right, think of a problem, whatever problem you right. have and ask your own self, what if this were easy? And just oh, stop okay. and think, yeah. like, what, what could be easy about this? And coach your own self, what could be easy about this? And then say, all right, I have a list of things that, man, this would feel so much better if it was this easy. Right. And now say, hey, brain, I need for you to make that happen. You'd be surprised by stopping and asking yourself that question, the possibilities that will start to flourish around you because you're like, I, this is too hard. So how do I make this easy? Right. How do you there's, make it easy? Well, and there's always a solution. I always yeah. tell my clients in my um, work world is there's always a solution and we're going to find a solution Correct. to it. Um, may not be the solution you really were counting on, but we're going to find a solution is the whole um, concept. And there, you know, we shouldn't stress out about it. That's right. Um, stress doesn't do um, a good thing to our health and sure it doesn't. sure doesn't do anything good for the skin. Yeah. <laughs> all day long. Yes, we all say yes. <laughs> So let's just take a minute, breathe, and then, you know, figure it out. Um, you know, just sit back for a minute. And I like, you know, asking yourself, you know, what's, you know, what's that solution? Because, you know, so many of the times we're relying on other people, but do right. we really listen to ourselves? And I feel like listening to yourself, you yourself know the right answer because it's that gut feeling. Yes. And you know in your gut that this is the, you know, this right. is the right well, and I think once you know if it was easy, then the next step would naturally yeah. be, all right, who do I know around me that, that could help me do this thing? Right. Who can I lock arms with right. and, and move towards this goal? Or who can help me uncover how to do this? It, and it literally, you can't if you're stuck, right? Yeah. Right? Like you said, stuck is not the solution. No. So who now can I go to? I, I, I know the feeling of what it might mean to have right. this be easy and figure outable. So how, how can I make that happen with someone else? And sometimes it's a phone call, pick up yeah. the phone, like yeah. we said earlier, yes. pick up the phone and, and ask someone for some help. And, and if COVID's done anything, it's made us so siloed yes. that I think we're having to learn to say, I don't have to do this by myself anymore. Yeah, no, and I love asking people for help. I mean, that's the um, bottom line is, don't always feel like you have to do everything yourself. Right. You know, you, there are, you know, that's why you have, colleagues and friends and that's why we network because exactly right. we network for that reason is that you know if I have a question or something that is outside mine I know oh I'm gonna call you know Bob and right yeah you know, Bob is going to either know the answer or direct me in the yep. way that I uh, need to go for this um question I have absolutely because um, we don't know everything but that's why we surround our people 
Right. Sells with people that do. And, and humans are communal creatures. Yes. So we kind of forget that sometimes. Right. So building up that community, I call it because it's the sparkle factor. We call mm -hmm. it our sparkle squad. Yes. Which is really those people that will stand with you, tell you the truth, kick you in the butt if you need it. Yes. But also help you, like pick you up and put you over the finish line if that's what it takes. And everyone needs those people from business to life. Think about it. And yeah. and when I think we can amass that team for ourselves. It makes everything lighter in our own life and our own business. And, and, and when you do that, I think you become more creative in that moment because you're not like this anymore. Right. right. You're a little more like this. Well, I love that. And that's like the perfect, Anina's, you know, the bottom line to, if you take anything from today, is building your community. <laughs> build your community. Build your community. And I think, you know, that is, you know, take away that build that community right now. So. Right, right. We need it. Yes. Well, cheers to us cheers and building our community. Amazing show. Thank you <laughs> Thank for having you. me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.ebby.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.